AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk. Comedians or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. You deserve a moment to yourself every single day. And a delicious bite of a Keebler Sandies can give you that comforting pause. Celebrate the end of your workday with the melt-in-your-mouth magic of a Keebler Sandies. This magic is baked into simple shortbread cookies by Ernie and the Keebler Elves. So as another busy Tuesday flies by, make the most of your me moment. Take a pause and enjoy a Keebler Sandies. Bootleg Cat Podcast special guest in here representing the D, man, my guy, Skiller Baby. What is it? It's your first time on the show by yourself. For sure. You were on last time with... Um, with Sada, and that was a very entertaining, colorful conversation. Y'all crazy. We had it's a lot of, a lot of, a lot of talk, and, <laughs> and you were just in the corner like, who the fuck are these old ass men? <laughs> well, welcome, man. It's good to see you. Um, you. You've gotten a lot more icier since the last time I saw you. Mm-hmm. Explain the uh, tent with the Christmas tree necklace. What's going on here? Uh, me and my friends, we came up with something. We was in high school called Band Camp. So that's where the tent from. So is this like your crew, your label? Or? Yeah, it's my label. And my, I got a label called We Eat the Most. And that's what my friends came up with. Uh, I ain't come up with that. My friends did. I just want to, I love my friends. So shit, I just want to, if I can push the movement, I'll push it for real. Right. That's dope, man. Um, you've had a pretty active year in terms of just like tons of music being dropped. I know like everyone and their mom's trying to sign you. Are you still independent? No, I'm signed to Geffen through Interscope. How long ago did the uh, Geffen thing happen? Like a month ago. Well, congratulations. Appreciate you. Shout out to Geffen. I know some good folks at Geffen. Well, actually, they just left, so they're not there anymore as of like a week ago. But shout out to Geffen. What made you go with Geffen? Um, it was more family-oriented. I know a lot of people over there. So. Right. And then I know they threw Interscope, and I know a lot of people that's with Interscope. Yeah, like Geffen has had some uh, some some success stories. Like uh, mm-hmm. Dirk shit got uprooted or got upstreamed today. Rod Wave when Alamo was over there. Mm-hmm. That's dope, man. The whole CMG over there at Interscope, yep. you know, that's through Geffen and stuff. So they even gotten people like Fifty Cent and Ice Cube and shit like that at Interscope still. So well, no, Interscope's you know Interscope. That's where Eminem's at. That's where Kendrick. Well, Kendrick yeah. was. And they ish. He's still kind so of. So it's like they all, you know, Geffen through Interscope. So yeah. I felt like it was a good move for me. How crazy was like the bidding war? Because was everybody in Detroit's getting signed right now? Uh-huh. So I know that like being one of the hottest artists in the city, you had to have had maybe like your pick of the litter in terms of like where you could have went, right? Yeah. How was, crazy did it get? It was crazy. It, it got so crazy to to the point where we got into arguments with people like. Like, people I ain't even know, like, labels and stuff like that. Like, I had labels arguing, like, they, they bid, like, the bid war is crazy. It started at a number, then it went up, then they went up. Like, it was like an auction for real. I ain't never been a part of it, so I just sat back. But, like, my team, like, they was in arguments and stuff like that. 
It's crazy. I know you're a big sports fan. Did it kind of feel like the closest thing to like being a free agent and being like recruited? Like, you know, when we think of like it, it was really like draft, like not even free agent. It was like me being in the draft. I'm like, oh my God, where I'm going to go. Right. Like, you know, it's just like, because sometimes, you know, like it really was like the college thing. Like, because at a point I committed to something and then I'm like, do I really like, do I want to go there or do like, Am I wrong? But I don't know these people at this point. Mm. So I committed to these people, but I ain't, it's not contractual yet. So it's like my loyalty in me be like, I committed to something because that's how I was raised. Like if I commit to something, I'm supposed to do that. But business-wise, it, if it don't make sense, I shouldn't do it. So it's like... So did you commit to somebody and then end up going to somewhere else? I end up, I end up committing to somebody then... I end up. They was playing like they was. They was like the contracts weren't ready and all this <clears> stuff. <throat> like I don't think they was playing. It just you know how the business stuff, the mm-hmm. lawyer work. Like, I didn't know about this at this point. Like I got lawyers and stuff, but I never had like entertainment lawyers and stuff. So right. it's like contracts weren't ready. Then somebody else came and offered more and and pulled up on me and made me feel like you know how people be like they'll pull up on you and make you want to change your mind even though who you pulled told up on you was it geffen geffen had already pulled up on me it was really um jeff from um he was over at where he was at he's at columbia now but he was somewhere else so you just had everyone jeff vaughn coming to detroit they atlanta had detroit they had to come see you i went to go see people it was just like it was crazy for real, for real. At a point in time, it was crazy to a point where I just seen a label. Then I'd be like, "Damn, I want to go there." Then another label, like United Masters or something, a DM or Atlantic or something like right. that. Right. And it just it was crazy. So obviously, shout out to Sada, who's somebody who helped you know you come up in the game. Was was there any other artists like? Because there's some artists with big labels, right? Mm-hmm. You mentioned TMG, there's MMG, there's, I mean, mm-hmm. go on and on. Did any other artists, like, try to come in and, like, become a part of your situation? No, because I'm not really a, I'm a people person, but I don't really let, I don't deal well with, like, I deal well with people, but I don't really, I'm standoffish. Right. So, like, I like hanging with, like, the managers and CEOs. I don't really like hanging with artists because I feel like I can do the same thing as you, mm-hmm. for real, so... And it's like not There's a like, few of those artists though that are like you know you, like if I be around them yeah it'd be like that but it's like I already got my own money I don't really need your money and then it'd be like everything on the internet or everybody I stay away from artists because I've been disappointed before like not by like nobody that you see me with but I've been disappointed with like meeting people and they not like the same as I thought they was gonna be like growing up like. Of course. If I listen to your music, I damn near don't want to be around you because if I think like you not like like I don't it don't be more I hear of what the you're street saying. side, it'd be like more of the <laughs> no, morals. Some fan like, shit. like yeah, it'd be like You grew up being a fan of somebody, you meet them and they they're not a good you. person. Yeah. yeah, like if you're not a good person when I meet you or you like an asshole or that you treat all people the time. and it'd be like that'd be like bothering right. me. So I try to stay away from people, the artists. Who's somebody that you have met that you were a fan of that did not disappoint you? Chris Brown. Chris Brown, G Herbo. They were like real genuine. Real oh, genuine G Herbo's people. the best. They like the real genuine. Like Chris Brown, like you would think Chris Brown to forget your name. The next time you see you, he still know your name. Like, and like right. this before anybody <clears throat> knew I was trying to do music. Like I met Chris Brown. I was with Sada. Right. Like, and Chris Brown to hop on that. Like <laughs> I fuck with dog. I ain't gonna lie. Did you go with Sada when he met Jelly Roll in in uh, Detroit? Did, mm-hmm. Jelly Roll's my boy. He does like country, mm-hmm. and it was the most random shit ever. I like open my story and I see Sada baby like backstage with Jelly Roll. I'm like, this is fucking. This is great. <laughs> it's like the best of two different worlds coming together. I didn't know if you were with him or not, but mm-hmm. um, so obviously, I want to get your take because. Uh, there are, are a few cities in hip hop right now that I feel like are very instrumental to the culture. Um, Detroit's always had a presence in hip hop, but it's always been kind of like 
it's like Eminem or Big Sean or, you know, even guys like back in the day, like Slum Village. But like the street side was always kind of like more underground, which is crazy. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But nowadays, man, you guys are kind of at the forefront of a lot of influence and a lot of culture. And every uh, label is swooping everybody up from the city um, at like a pace that I haven't seen. Um, and you know, obviously guys like Sada Baby, guys like T Grizzly, all these guys kind of kick the door down for the generation that's popping right now. What do you think it is about Detroit where like everyone's finally kind of paying attention and giving like the current, like the respect that y'all deserve in terms uh, of the industry? I think after T Grizzly did it, it, uh, it put a lot of people in rooms that we couldn't get in. Like, and then people started just networking with other people and like, on the um Detroit get a lot of recognition because like everybody be in the streets. So like right. after T Grizzly got out there, like other people was in rooms with other artists that's also in the streets, I feel like. So they got to doing music and hanging out with each other and doing stuff like that. So I just felt like that was big. Then after Sada did it, it just kicked some more doors down. Then it's Doug been like a did snowball it. effect. Doug did it. Yeah. Doug I actually think like I think um, T was the first to do it. Sada did it. The um, Sada did it like on a talent wise. Sada did it the best. T was the first, and I think Doug just went the furthest. Like yeah. far as like <clears throat> networking and having platinum records and stuff like that. Nah, Nas Babyface, Babyface Ray, he doing his thing. Babyface so. Ray's killing it. Um, Vezo, it's been dope to see his career. Vezo. Baby Money, Tay, like everybody networking with people, and that's right. I love to see that part of Boldy it. James. Boldy, Boldy, been, been he's doing been a it staple though. for years. Boldy been a staple. No, he's been a staple for a long time, especially in that like very my favorite type of hip hop. Yeah, I think he don't get enough boom. flowers sometimes. For sure, for sure. Like Bo Jackson's so crazy. It's great. Mm -hmm. Shout out to shout out to Boldy. Hey, what up, y'all? We got to interrupt the interview real quick to tell you about our family at my bookie. That's right, football season is happening. Uh, World Cup finals coming up. Who do you got? I don't know. I'm going to go with Messi in Argentina. I'm going to hammer that bad boy. Uh, there's so much ways to get money off of sports, and you could do it with MyBookie. Man, let me tell you, if you sign up in MyBookie right now with that promo code BOOTLEG, you're going to get your first deposit matched up to $1,000. That's right, free money to gamble with. So if you put 1000 in your account for the first deposit and you use that promo code BOOTLEG, they're going to give you another 1000 to throw down. We got NFL playoffs coming up. End of the season happening. A lot of ways to get this money. You can start betting on the NFL MVP. I'm telling you, Jalen Hurts is winning that thing. So put all the money you got that you can afford to lose on Jalen Hurts. Don't listen to me, though. I'm not an expert. Uh, with that being said, though, I have been doing really good on my bookie this year. You can do the same thing, man. So many ways to make money. NBA, NFL, World Cup, whatever it is, college football, etc. Go to my bookie right now. Sign up with that promo code BOOTLEG. And you will get your first deposit matched up to $1,000, man. All right, go do that. Shout out to my bookie. Let's get back to the interview. Um, you recently got shot. Yeah. Are you, I mean, you're fine. You're here. I'm good. Um, but, uh, I mean, that has to be a traumatic thing to, to get through. It wasn't really, like, traumatic to me, though. Like, did you, I mean, I don't want you to get into the specifics of the situation, but, like, is that something that happens and do you become like a different person after that or do you move differently after something like that happens? It changed me, but it ain't, it ain't, it changed me for the better. Like, um, I know what I be doing when I get into stuff. So I know what be going on. Like I know the possibility of shit that, that come behind my actions and even my reactions. So, but I wouldn't say like how I got shot. I damn near wouldn't do nothing different, so it ain't changed me on the situation side. It just changed right. me to move better, for real. Well, I feel like, too, like, uh, at a, a lot of the younger artists that I speak with, man, you're, like, one of the more, like, you're a very smart kid, man. Mm -hmm. Like, when I interviewed you um, with Sada Baby, I felt like you were the adult in the interview. <laughs> and me and Sada Baby were, like, the... Uh, the old creepy uncles. <laughs> and you're like, I don't do drugs. Y'all are talking about gas station dick pills. What the <laughs> fuck are y'all old dudes on? But like in terms of just like your attitude, I was like, yo, like you really got the type of attitude that will like result in longevity mm -hmm. as long as you could 
try to stay out the way of that other bullshit. You know what I'm saying? I I really, I don't normally get into (laughs) stuff like that. It just, sometimes you're just at the wrong place at the wrong time. Of course. You feel me? Some shit just inevitable. It's it's Some stuff is like unavoidable, right? Yeah, like. like, You can't, uh, you can't be like cooped up in the fucking house all day. For sure. Like, Like, stuff just like Lightning strikes places. Yeah, like, that's why like, you can't, you got like you got to be strong minded about stuff like you got to know like accept what come with what you doing right was uh was just the feeling like 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 was it the craziest pain you've ever been through in terms of just physical pain i ain't, I ain't feel when i got shot i ain't even full i ain't yelled nothing i walked off you didn't feel it mm-hmm. you saw adrenaline's pumping i'm sure i don't know i just walked off and shit that just happened. Like I ain't. It ain't the soreness after getting shot is really what hurt. Like, right. Like the after effects of like recovering. And like, like the big ass bruise I had on my ass. Because <laughs> like, it went through my stomach and came on my ass. Don't nobody even know that. <laughs> so the bullet came out of your butt cheek. I swear to God. Did you have to sit on a donut? <laughs> no, not for real. I broke my tailbone, not the same thing, when I was like, it's fifth See, it grade. went straight through. I ain't hit no bones or hit nothing. So just straight blessed. booty meat. So you're fine. <laughs> <laughs> that had to be a rough go for like taking a shit for a few months, huh? <laughs> like you put all the fucking weight on the, like the cheek that didn't get shot. You know? <laughs> I mean, I, right? I, was, I mean, it couldn't have been a, the most comfortable thing. It to wasn't, do. It it wasn't comfortable. comfortable. To it was a big that. ass bruise on my shit. Like you ever feel like you play sports and like feel on hardwood? Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. It felt like that. Like, but I was laughing and shit. My mama was mad because I got out the hospital the same night. It was laughing and shit. Yeah. I played. I played too much for real. Yeah, you got a lot of talent, man. You got a lot of uh, you got a bright future ahead of you, bro. You gotta just you know try to avoid all that, all those situations. I'm a real manner young man, though. I want I people agree. to really know that. Though. I agree. I'm a real manner. I don't look for trouble. I'm not going to get in trouble. None of that. I'm I'm a good person. Yeah, and you have braces. You're like a child for sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, so. Now that you're with Geffen, because you're kind of like, uh, you're the type of artist that so far I feel like kind of is a perfect, like you're, you being independent matches your output because mm-hmm. you have a high output of music. Um, are, how's the adjustment going to be being with a major label? Or are you still going to be able to drop as frequently as you want? Or is it mm-hmm. going to be like, like... I'm really cool with like the president of my label and stuff like that, so... I'm cool with everybody at my label. I got a good relationship. So if they say something don't make sense, <clears throat> I know it probably don't make sense because they've been there before. So I don't really, you know, I don't, I don't like mind just holding off and right. doing things the right way. That's why I got with a label. It wasn't really about no money. It's really about being in the rooms and taking my stuff to the next level. So. If that's what I got to do to take myself to the next level, that's what I just got to do. Like, Have you put any music out since signing? Is the I, tweaking record through them? or that Somebody leaked my song. That's not even your song? Like, that's my song. You didn't song. put that out, though? No. So someone just <clears throat> uploaded that on DistroKid? <clears throat> that's and a snippet. It's just that's, on your profile? That's really a snippet. Like, I be uploading my music sometimes, like, screen recording it, and somebody screen recorded my and, page. And uploaded it under your profile? Yeah. Like, they oh. got that off my story. What the fuck? They got that off my story, screen recorded it, and uploaded it. I just told my label, like, they gotta take y'all got to take that down. Somebody sure. went out of the way, made art for it and everything. For sure. That shit's crazy. That's like the new bootleg shit. Like yeah. imagine like signing up for a DistroKid account and uploading someone else's shit. They wouldn't really. I wasn't never gonna put that out for real. <laughs> That's just something I went to the studio and had some on my chest, and I want to rap about it. But that's not. Something I wasn't gonna put that out. Mm-mm. Damn, you're getting bootlegged on Spotify now. For sure, that's wild. They gotta take that down though. Yeah. Damn. What? So okay. So uh, your your major label p- debut or slash project. How f- I know you're sitting on probably hundreds of songs. Mm-hmm. Do you know what that's looking like yet? My EP come out Thursday night, Friday morning. So the EP's already put together. What's it called? We eat the most. Which is obviously you know it's uh, mm-hmm. on, on your chain there. Pushing a the brand. Yeah. Sure. 
How many songs? Uh, what is eight one? Eight, eight records? Yeah. Who's on the album? Or EP, whatever we're calling it. Me. Just you. No mm. so no features? Mm. I'm saving my, my features for another time. I really they want if the team like wanted me to put something out, so I let them pick the songs and put something out so they can they said they wanted to feed the fans, so you know. Video shot? Video shot. Nice. Three or four of them shot. What's the best Coney in uh in Detroit, huh? It's either Zorbers or um El George's. Zorbers on the east side on Six Mile and Gangster. Um and El George's on the west side on like Greenfield and Six Mile. Mm. What makes a like a good Coney place? Is it like does the hot dog have to be fire or is it like they got because there's so Coney much stuff dogs. on the menu, right? I only get Coney dogs sometimes. It's really like anywhere in Detroit is the cook. Because mm. people be cooking the same thing and it tastes different. Like, you feel me? Like, it's just really to cook. Because sometimes I go to Coney and get some pancakes or French toast. And it could be the middle of the night. But sometimes I go get a corned beef and some chili cheese fries or a wing ding. they like chili cheese fries. It's always to cook. Because somebody might burn your wing dings. Or Did they you say might... wing dings? Yeah. What's that? It's Hot like small wings? chickens. It's small chicken wings. It's like, like, a baby, like a baby chicken? Like baby chicken wings. Like they dings. That's wild. Like they cut the little flat part off the wing like the, uh. and it's just the ding. <laughs> the wing dings. I ain't heard of that. They wing dings. I just know that, we. what was the name of that burger place you brought us burgers from or the fucking patties were this fat one? It was, you got them big babies? It was the juiciest, most gigantic Fucking hamburger. <laughs> For sure. Food exchange. They come, the big baby come with corned beef and a, a burger on it. Oh my God. It was just a lot going on. Uh huh. It was gas, though. It was amazing. It was amazing. Great. I, I like the food out there. No, I, I really only like food at home. For real. I was eating at the, uh, you know, where they got terrible food is at the MGM. Detroit, all the food court choices there are terrible. Oh, that's the casino, though. Like, I, I'm aware. It was like, but I was just like, there's nothing. It was all you gotta go trip. to the neighborhoods. Like, oh, I was what, there. Or the strip clubs. Like, went to the strip club too. <laughs> I did not go to um, Trust. Is that it? Truth. Truth. Didn't mm -hmm. go there. I heard that was good. Where you go to Pantheon? No, we went to um, Ace of Spades. Ace of Spades with Mozzie, and then uh, Street Lord Juan sent it to some white club. Uh, that was terrible. Coliseum, maybe? <laughs> Fucking terrible. <laughs> oh, my God. It was like a bunch of juggalo women were dancing. Ah, pasty AKA, white you wanted bitches. to see the black girls. I just, I, I don't fuck with white women, bro. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what it was? was like, it was like our first night in town, and like he couldn't come out with us. Heather, sick. <laughs> and so I, I felt like he wanted to send us somewhere he thought we'd be safe. So he sent us there. And then we walked in, and I was like, oh, "You wanted to see the big booty black girls with the BBLs." The Ace on. of Spades was was great. I'm hip. Great talent. They had ass. <laughs> I ain't go. Think, uh, it was Lil Blade's birthday party in there, and um, Mozzie was performing. Payroll Giovanni was there. It was a good time. I love Detroit, man. It was very chill. I liked it. It was fucking. And I'd be. I it didn't ain't like everybody make it seem like. It's really fun. I fucking loved it. I was mm -hmm. like, I tell everybody, I'm like, yo, Detroit's fire. Like, yeah. Everybody was super nice. I also had zero clue that you guys are like, you could throw a rock and hit Canada. Mm -hmm. Do you go to Canada sometimes? No. Just why not? It's like you could just drive over there and get just, lunch and come I, back. I just got my passport and I just stopped being a felon. Well, I ain't stopped being a felon. I just got off felony probation. So I like how you said that. I just stopped being a felon. By the way, congratulations. I'm glad you made that life choice. But uh, <laughs> do you have, because it's hard to get into Canada if you have a felony, right? Yeah, but. Could you get, are you fine though? To go I'm trying in? to get cool with Drake. I mean, I'm sure that'll happen, right? He hasn't latched onto a Detroit artist yet. For sure. I'm trying he'll, to get cool. He'll latch onto somebody. My cousin, and... he a Detroit artist. He just took a picture with Drake. Mm. Sure. <laughs> Shit. That's and little baby took the picture. I'm like, that's fire. Cause... I am surprised that Drake hasn't um, really dug in with like a Detroit artist yet. It feels like the type of thing he would do, you know. He brought um, Cash Doll out one time. I mean, 
How long ago was that? Like 2017 or 18, 19 maybe? Probably something like that. You probably remember it. He, yeah. he for sure brought her out. Cash Tall's a legend. Dej Loaf's a legend. Shout for out sure. to Dej. Shout out to Dej. What up? It's Blue Lake Cat, man. We got to stop the interview to tell you about our good folks at Blue Chew. That's right, fellas. If you're dealing with a little erectile dysfunction, yeah, dick's not working like it should be, bud. Don't trip. Blue Chew's got you. Yeah, maybe you're a little stressed out at home. At work, little performance anxiety, yeah? Well, look, don't trip. Blue Chew will make your dick rock hard. Oh, yeah, that's right, super hard. Uh, all you got to do is go to BlueChew.com, use the promo code BOOTLEG, that's B-O-O-T-L-E-G, for you non-spelling fucks out there. Use that promo code, they're going to send you a month's supply of Blue Chew for free. What is Blue Chew, you ask? Well, let me tell you. The same active ingredient as Viagra and as Cialis, minus the awkward doctor's visits. Nobody wants to go to a fucking doctor's office. Sit in line. You're reading an old Time magazine from three years ago, waiting for your name to get called. So you can go in there and tell your doctor your dick ain't working like it should be. Nobody wants to do that. Nope. But on BlueChew.com, it's all online. They send it right to your door, discreet packaging in a chewable form. Look, what are we talking about? Use the promo code BOOTLEG. Get a month for free. All you do is pay $5 in shipping. All right? And they just did their Blue Chew Mint Chewable, the same active ingredient as Levitra, which is a little extra hitter. You know what I mean? So, fellas, ladies, etc. if you need to, you know, get your dick right, go to BlueChew.com, use that promo code BOOTLEG, and try it for a month for free. Free. What are we doing? We're getting back to the interview. That's what we're doing. What about uh, for you, like, are you listening to, like, if, if I got in your car, outside of your shit, your crew shit, what is on your Spotify or Apple Music? Like, what are you listening to? As far as Detroit artists? No, anybody. I'll tell you. I'm going to tell you right now. I got some shit on here. Uh, artists. I got Adele, Alicia Keys, the All-American Rejects, All-Star JR. This is my A through B. All-American Rejects, huh? Uh, Babyface Ray, Baby Money, Javar, Benny King, Big Boogie. I got everything. Black Youngster. I got Glorilla, Drake and 21 Savage, Drew Hill, Kodak Black, Lil Baby, Jay-Z, G Herbo, Lil Baby. I got uh, everything. Let me see. Let me see. I'm going to see what's Brown. the most random shit I can find on your playlist. <laughs> Let's see. I got shit on there. Anita Baker, my favorite artist. Hey, shout out to Drew Hill. Throwing that Drew Hill, get, get you know, shout out to Boston Richie, all right. Rod Wave, you're listening to yourself, you, as you should. Some Mary J, my life. I was hoping to see, like, Pantera or Corn or some random shit. I got, uh... Oh, you fucking with L.A., Wale the Sensei? Mm-hmm. Some black streets, some SW. You're R&B head. I got Halsey on my shit, all type of shit. You know Halsey's black? No. She's, uh, her dad's black. I didn't know that. If you see her, she's very... But her mom's white. Yeah, but if you, like, she also looks like a, like a white girl, for real, you know? Mm -hmm. But I guess she, she's mixed race, yeah. So your, your daddy gene is the dominant gene. Mm. Mm. So what are you trying to say? I feel like you kicking her out the white community. No, no, no. I don't know what that means. I don't give a fuck, bro. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not fucking I'm not the fucking captain of white people. I'm not the one picking the fucking. Like, I'm just saying. I, like that's. But rich. you said she looked white, but she's black. She looks white, but she's black. Yeah, I'm just saying. Is like, she also white? Yeah, she's both. You could be both, right? Yeah, technically, but you basically told us that she was black. Like she looked white, but she's black. That's what you said. Are you trying to... What, <laughs> what kind of awkward conundrum are you trying to put me in right now? <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> this fucking guy. How you feeling about the Pistons, man? A lot of great young pieces. Kate Cunningham's out for the year, it looks like. That hurt my heart. Yeah, man. He was balling, too. But you guys got some fuck. You guys had a great draft. Yeah, but that's our number one draft pick. We ain't got one of them. Number one draft pick go out. That's like... I mean, how you feel though? I mean, the future. Looks I great. like the Pistons. I ain't gonna lie. The Ivy's future, a beast. I think we just need a great big, and then somebody that's gone. Cause my man's Isaiah Stewart. That's my homeboy. Like he will really beat somebody up. I mean, I he's, feel that's like the guy we need who like LeBron, a, right? Yeah, yeah but yeah. I think 
we need somebody that like that like people fear like Draymond Green or something like that. So like he's your he's your friend, anything. but you're saying people don't fear him much. I'm not saying that people <laughs> don't fear him. It's just that like they know like he a really he ain't nothing to play with. I don't think they feel like they could get So he's like there. Udonis Haslam. Just like have him come in but and he like chill though. Like he chill. Like right. he only gonna get on that if you like he don't like you. Like he only gonna get on that and like file you hard as well. I need somebody like and he gonna do it with a mad face. Like he gonna let you know he don't fuck with you. Right. I need somebody like Draymond Green that's just doing whole shit for no reason on the pistons. Like like with so a like smile. Patrick Beverly. Yeah, like I'm just doing whole shit. Like yeah. I'm just doing this. Like I'm with whatever. With a smile on my face. Like I'm about to kick you in your shit. But I need that on the Pistons, like the bad boys. Ivy's a beast, though, man. Ivy and Kate Cunningham together. That could be the. I mean, Sadiq Basic. Uh, what's the name of the uh, the big man y'all drafted? The other guy. You guys had two picks. This. What's his name? Are you talking about uh, from year. Iowa? You guys oh, drafted no, this two year. guys this year. This Jane Ivy and then it's Jalen Duran. You talking about dog? Duran, Duran, yeah, Duran's nice. They're Duran, nice. I wish you guys would have fucking traded somebody good for Talk DeAndre Ayton off of my sons. I thought Aiden was going to the Pistons. Um, I think I like DeAndre Aiden. He's just not tough enough I for agree. me. Like I, I just want him to dunk. And no, no offense to oh, no, DeAndre offense, Aiden. Offense to him. I'm no. a Suns fan. Motherfucker, <laughs> dunk the ball. <laughs> no offense to DeAndre Aiden. Can you dunk? But it's Can no you way, scream at somebody? There's no way that Shaq letting Patrick Beverly put, push him down. Like, I don't, I you feel that. me? Yeah. I don't just like, I don't like that. I don't like that. Like, you were supposed to. Big show, choke slam for that. Big show. That's the type of basketball I like, though. I like rough, rugged basketball, like jail ball. Do you remember when Shaq and – you don't remember, but there was a fight when you were probably in I, – I not even, you might not have existed yet. Mm -hmm. Shaquille O'Neal and Charles Barkley got into it when Shaq was – or when Barkley was on the Rockets. Mm -hmm. And Charles Barkley body slammed Shaquille O'Neal. Mm -hmm. fucking – it's on YouTube. Yeah, I, I watched that on the highlights before, and then I heard – Shaq talking to Charles Barkley. Like, I think that's that's why Charles, Shaq always on Charles Barkley ass because he well, snuck Charles him Charles Barkley, when I was a kid, because I, I lived in Phoenix, I'm from Phoenix, uh, he fucking was downtown and he got into a fight with a guy and he threw him through the glass window at a bar. That's a big man, though, like Charles, Charles Barkley. Barkley. I mean, he's he's the round mounted. He, he's like 6'4", six, 6'5". Six, Damn, Charles Barkley remind me of Muhammad Ali or something. Like he's he the, talk, They like, used to call him the round mound of rebound because he's a round guy. Uh, you know what I mean? Do the the Pistons are they listening to your shit? Are you are they tapping in or like yeah. you know what I mean? Kay Cunningham follow me. Isaiah Stewart he fuck with me. A What's up with your guy Miles Bridges? How are we getting him back in the league? The last time we came, you guys came up here, he actually he about to. I I think somebody told me that he about to get signed again. Like I be with him a lot. That's my brother, but I support anything he do. And he like he actually I know, about to. Do I know some, that's your guys' actual friend. Yeah. He, do you guys ever pull him to the side and say, "Hey, look, you like you, I talked to you got I a lot of money bro. in the air that you're you I don't want to be bro. a rapper that bad." I talked to bro, but I don't try to drill something into him that I that he already know. That's just like if I fuck up, I already know I and fucked up. He knows up. he fucked up. He know he fucked up. Right. So when he, I see him, like that's with anybody though. If I see you doing something that I feel like. It's wrong. I might. I'm probably gonna tell you. So I, I always had conversations with bro. But at the end of the day, I know I'm young. He young. People make mistakes. Is he still trying to understand. to rap to pursue the rap thing? <laughs> we actually be in the studio together, bro. Like, I know. I'm saying like I'm saying. Is that still like a priority for him? Or it's like I was in the studio with him like two days ago. <laughs> Oh, he's a great rapper. <laughs> I was in the studio, bro. We just made a song like two days ago. Yeah, but like, I think he. I just hope the, the Pistons don't. I feel like if the Pistons sign him, it's a problem. I damn near think I know where he's going, but the Lakers. I'm, I damn near think I know where he's going, but like, I, I mean, you have inside information. Let's make ESPN right now. ESPN. Yeah, let's be on. Let's be on. Uh, let's be on part in the interruption tomorrow. You want me to tell you where he's going? Where's he going? The NBA. I mean, I know that, but what, is it the Lakers? Is it is it the? I mean, it's not going to be the uh, the Hornets. It's a team in the NBA for real. Which conference? The NBA. Give me a conference. That's all. Either the West or the East. Either one. Yeah, one or <laughs> two. So it's the Lakers. It's not the South or the North conferences. Well, they, those don't exist. <laughs> <laughs> I know he's going to the NBA for sure. He, but actually, 
brother's about to do some community work that he already been doing, but he's about to do some extra community work, and y'all should tap in with that. He's actually, Not community service. Community, community service. Work. Like community service. Like he's about to continue doing what he's been doing, giving back to mothers in need and stuff okay, like okay, that. Okay. That's what people should tap in with what he's doing. But not like he was forced to do community service. No, he already been doing it. All right. Well, uh, your EP comes out. By the time people watch this, we'll probably drop this on Monday. So your shit drops next Thursday, right? This Thursday. Oh, this Thursday. Like, oh, so by the time this comes days. out, what's today? It's Tuesday. So we'll probably drop this tomorrow or Thursday. We'll drop it to Thursday. So Thursday night? That's hard. Tonight, the shit's dropping. Flat out. Go run that EP up, and then the album is on the way. Mm-hmm. And anything else that you have going on? Are you like uh, expanding your entrepreneurial footprint into anything? I'm trying to get into real estate. Um, I'm actually think I'll I'll be contemplating it. I'm thinking about signing somebody, uh, signing your an artist under your imprint. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just doing, right now, I'm trying to, I, I be getting with a lot of investors to work on, I know, like, I don't have to make a big-ass investment. I just want to make a bunch of little small investments. That just different. stay away from the crypto, man. No, I'm not doing crypto. Yeah. I'm not really, like, um, Real what's estate. that called? Real estate's fire. Yeah, I'm not really, like, with the, um, like, the, the, like, online stuff. I don't really like that type of stuff, like, that type of stuff. You're not you're not, not you're you're not a big fan of the internet. Yeah, I'm not really with that, especially making money like You're, sent, you're still buying you're still buying magazines and DVDs. No. <laughs> with you. Hey, we gotta stop the interview real quick to tell you about our family at Hardeen. That's right, Hardeen Las Vegas. The craziest dispensary in the world, the number one dispensary in the United States, let alone in Las Vegas, all right? Maybe you're hitting Vegas with your friends, your girlfriends, whatever. Maybe it's a bachelor party. Whatever's going on, you're going to go watch the Raiders suck cock. Whatever it is, make sure you pull up to Hardy in Las Vegas. Tell them I sent you. They got the craziest selection of premium cannabis I've ever seen in my fucking life. The pre-rolls, the cartridges, the edibles, the flour, all top-notch. All the best. The bud tenders are so friendly. It smells great. It smells so good inside of Hardeen that they have their own Hardeen signature scent candle. <sighs> See, I sniff that and I just think of Las Vegas and picking up some amazing weed. All right, so go follow them right now. Hardeen underscore Las Vegas. Shoot them a follow. Get all the details you need. You can get you some of this fly-ass Hardeen merch. At HardingLasVegas.com. Shout out to our family in Vegas. I'm excited too because coming up, we're going to be doing our very first podcast from Hardeen in Vegas with Young Gravy. Oh yeah, it's going down. All right, let's get back to the interview. How about books though? What's, what's your favorite book? Um, Night John. What's it called? Night John? Mm-hmm. What's that about? It's about a slave that taught some other slaves how to read. Oh, that's dope. And then they ran away. Got away. But he had to, he got caught. They chopped his hand off all types of shit. I think more people should read more, man. My favorite author is David Baldacci. I don't know who that is, but I'm also not a up. huge, um, I'm not a huge book guy. Mm-hmm. I only like, like, I know some, like, I like more like self-help books. Mm-hmm. Or like books about like, uh, like autobiographies and stuff like that. Like if it's about, I fucking read, I don't know how many Michael Jordan books in my life, but. Oh, that's your favorite player? As a child, yes. But as a grown man, I can acknowledge Kobe. that LeBron James is the GOAT. No, I thought it was Kobe, though. No, no, no. You and I, we talked about this last time because you came up here in a Kobe. Because you clearly jersey. said it was Kobe. Now you're switching it because we're on camera. This is crazy. I would never. He's switching it because we are on camera. Listen, never in my life would he's I say Kobe's the up. GOAT. He's switching up. He clearly told I have him up there with Jordan, right? They're up there together. That's I what love, we just talk about that picture. Yeah, no, I love, I love Kobe. He's not LeBron. I can't believe you doing this to his kid. Kobe ain't even Tim Duncan. Cut the camera. Kobe's like seventh all time. Number seven. Seven or eight. You talk about it, man. That's like 12-time all defense. Oh, my God. 81 points in the game. Broke his arm, shot with the ball with the left hand. Held his Left hand, three from the corner. What you think inspired LeBron to want to come be with the Lakers? Okay, listen. Dunk contest winner. 
Listen. MVP. Listen. He doesn't ring a bell. Can you five remind me what happened? Five championships. Remind me what happened when Shaquille O'Neal left the Lakers. He had one or two more championships. No, 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 no. Wait, wait a minute. Let me finish. Let me finish. So Shaq left the Lakers, right? Now, this is before Pau Gasol joined the Lakers. I'm asking this, though. There was a few years there where the Lakers were like the eight seed and getting bounced in the first round, right? Because mm-hmm. Kobe was just, it was just Kobe. This is uh, during the 81-point era. There was no Pau Gasol yet. All right, so that happens. Couldn't get out of the first round by himself. Unlike a guy like LeBron James, who got to the finals by himself. And didn't win. But he got to the finals. At least he got out of the first round. Now, okay, okay. You get Pau Gasol. You have Andrew Bynum. You have Lamar Odom. You got a team. You get your other rings. Cool. Well, what happens when things kind of hit a wall? He takes that last contract. Kobe Bryant took that last contract and literally just sank the Lakers for like you, five you, years. You, you talking about personal matters. No, no, no. I'm talking about Kobe Bryant. I'm talking about the LeBron era when LeBron... And no, I'm not taking nothing from LeBron because he's no, 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 top but what three. Happened, he's a what, great player. Let's talk about LeBron LeBron's in year 20 second. right now. Let's talk about LeBron was, for one what second. What was Kobe doing in year During 20? During the LeBron era, the Eastern Conference was nothing. He played against Dwight Howard in like the Eastern Conference Finals. <laughs> Playing against... Dwight Howard. Dwight Kobe Howard is got, a great Let's player. talk about how Kobe got Sasha Vujicic ring, Luke Wall, and Jordan Farmer. I think. Oh, and we can also talk about Lamar Odom, Andrew Bynum, and yeah. Pat and Shaquille O'Neal. Yo, listen, you can't bring up Trevor all these Reason. random fucking dudes when Shaq was also on the team. They wasn't on the team with Shaq. Farmer wasn't on the Shaq teams? Probably Farmer. I don't believe, I don't remember that though. But with that being said, Pal Gasol's an all timer. One of the greatest power Who did something time? after they left Kobe? Except Shaq. Shaq got a ring. Who did something except Shaq? Shaq uh, is Shaq. Jordan Clarkson's been the sixth man of the year. <laughs> you talking about the end of Kobe's career? Oh, so year 20 Kobe. After he broke everything on his body? Okay, so what's LeBron Y'all, doing in year 20, 19, 18? What is losing. he doing? He won a, a ring lot. two years ago. He's losing a lot. He won a fucking ring two in years ago. In a bubble where nobody but LeBron wanted to play. No, I love LeBron as a person, but as a player, I'm a Bron yeah. hater. Put him on his back. Hmm. Well, y'all disrespect Kobe everywhere I go, and this. Well, look at the end of the really day, Kobe could Kobe could never put a shitty team on his back and take him to the finals. That happened zero he times. Did. What was the shitty team? We, uh, Andrew Bynum. Andrew Bynum was in the All Star game. He so was, what? He was an all NBA center. All NBA center. Pau Gasol. When did they? When did Pau Gasol or, or Andrew Bynum do anything after they left? They Pau Gasol didn't. was a beast before he was in LA. He was a fucking beast on the Grizzlies. Oh what are you talking God. about? How Yo, old were you when all this was actually happening? I was young. How old? I'm, I was young. How old? I was young. How old were you in 2005? In 2005, I think I was seven years old. Yeah, so what the fuck do you even know what you're talking about right now? A lot. Get off of YouTube. I was playing. This motherfucker's like my sports. This motherfucker's like my my eight-year-old son swears he knows about everybody. sports, though. Because he'd be watching YouTube highlight clips. I was playing sports. And my son plays basketball. The only person I really watched was the Pistons and the Lakers. Mm. So I know everything about Kobe. You can't really argue with me about Kobe. It's a never-ended conversation. Conversations like religion or politics. Kobe, I'm going to bat for that man. Like, y'all ain't going to keep disrespecting Kobe, bro. I didn't disrespect him. I just said he's like seventh all time. Never. What are you talking about? How? How? You, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's better? No. Magic Johnson's no. better? Tim Duncan. What did better? they do better? They had more talent than him? Kareem Abdul-Jabbar? Did they have more talent than him? Did they dribble better, shoot better? Did they pass better? Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Did they dunk the ball? Baby? National championships in college, NBA rings, league MVPs. So you going the all-time greatest. He's the number one scorer in NBA history. So you going he had the most indefensible shot ever. So the sky going- hook is indefendable. No one could. If if he was in the league right now, nobody could defend Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Who's blocking the sky hook? I'm saying, are you going to the park to watch your Kareem Abdul-Jabbar play over Kobe? What is that? Okay, and that, okay, if that's the fucking case, then okay. if that's the fucking case, skip to my lose the greatest fucking player of all time because no. his and one tapes were amazing. No, but they traveling. I Dublin. love the professor too. He, they traveling. Dublin, Jason Williams carrying. from the Kings had cute passes. They be great. traveling. Dublin, what are we carrying. About? We talk about 
scoring the basketball, playing defense, doing a, it was more exciting to see Kobe go windmill that bitch on a 360. What does than that a mean? Skyhook. That doesn't mean that's that... what we talking about. No, we talking about, if that's, that's the case, more then... exciting than seeing the skyhook. I want to see a nigga do a 360 in the air and windmill jam that bitch like he on NBA Live. Like I want to see that. That's what I want to see. I don't want to see a skyhook. That's mm. like that's like this. That's so like, the best players of all time to you are the most exciting to watch. Yes. Hmm. For sure. So right now, I so right now, talent. I rather right watch somebody now, with talent. John Morant's the best player on the planet. For sure. For sure, that's my favorite player in the NBA. Of course. Anybody will tell you that. Yeah. He's going crazy. Right, it's well, exciting to watch we've him. Already, we, ladies and gentlemen, this is Skiller Baby, and we now know how he determines who the greats are. It's talent. It's talent. If you can, if you can give him a ten-minute YouTube you, compilation, because that's how he grew up watching basketball. Because he talent. was he was seven years old when Kobe it's was talent. good. I want to see I want to see Steph Curry shoot from half court better than I want to see LeBron run somebody over and lay the ball up. We yes, Skiller baby. Of course, he loves YouTube compilations of basketball highlights. No, he. I really watched this shit. League pass. I got real league, league pass wasn't a thing when he was a child, so he didn't really watch them unless they were on NBC on Saturdays or TNT. No, we had cable. Hey, we got to stop the interview to tell you about our family at Odd Socks. That's right, the most comfortable socks in the motherfucking world. Go to oddsocksofficial.com right now. Use that promo code BOOTLEG, and you'll save 20% off. Christmas time is a coming, and let me tell you something. Their Black Friday sale, if you're watching this before Black Friday, you might be watching it after Black Friday. But if Black Friday hasn't came yet, just like Cyrus hasn't came yet, it's been a while, he's on a drought. Guess what? Oddsocksofficial.com, promo code bootleg, 20% off, plus whatever the fuck else is going on with their Black Friday sale. And let me tell you, they got some new licenses we got to talk about, boys. My particular favorites. One of the greatest shows of all time. They got the Beavis and Buttheads. You know what I mean? And this is really a big deal. The Big Lebowski. That's right. The greatest movie to ever exist. And shout out to all you rappers and people who be pouring your lean into this bullshit. Some Mountain Dew Baja Blast Socks. Casino. Great fucking movie. You know what I mean? These are pretty fly. Bubblicious. Yeah, that's right. A little bubblicious. And this is the big one. Big deal here. We got Coca-Cola socks, baby. That's right. Coke's on board. Coke is on board. You know what I mean? We get to put the Coke hat on. This hat doesn't work for me, does it? It doesn't work for me. Anyway, you can get you this hat, though. Hey, Cyrus, take a Coke hat. There you go. Go to oddsocksofficial.com. Use the promo code BOOTLEG right now. Save 20% off and go purge their website for Black Friday. Get gifts for your family. Your fucking family will love you if you buy them the most comfortable socks in the world. It's that simple. Or you could buy them some fucking bullshit socks. You could go buy them some garbage-ass fucking Ethica or some bullshit-ass fucking Nike socks. Fuck them. Get odd socks. Let's get back to the interview. So you got to watch TNT. For sure. And ESPN. All right. And ABC. Don't forget. Okay. Sunday's ABC came Mm -hmm. on. Mm. So you're okay. So Derek Jones Jr. is also one of the greatest of all time. No, he's, he's not. the best dunker in the league. No, he's not the best dunker in the league. He's Derek the highest Jones jumper. Jr.? He's the highest oh. jumper. He's the highest jumper. Mm. Zion got more athleticism than him. Mm. Like and well, he's Zion's bigger. like a BBW who could like, fly. I'm t- <laughs> I'm talking about like John Morant is the best dunker in the league. He's high flying, he's doing exciting stuff, he's turning around in the middle of the air, he windmilling that bitch. Derrick Jones Jr. is not doing that. I, think, I think Zion's the best in-game dunker. Yeah, for yeah. sure. But then it's John Morant. Right. I can't believe you hate no John Morant and Kobe. Oh, no, I love John Morant. This crazy. Well, no, John Morant's my favorite player to watch right now. But he's not the best. Just because I like to watch him don't make him better than Luke. What make you the best? Luka. I think Luke is the best player in the league. Okay, thank you. And I he's not that. very exciting to watch because he's just like, he looks like me. He's a little no, flabby white guy. He no, just kinda, it's ex- you know, it's exciting. You know why? Because he got real skill. Of course. So real skill matters. That's a skill to dunk the basketball and shoot the basketball, don't dribble the basketball. That's a skill. So you're saying Luca's the best, like skill wise? Yes. No, the best player right now. If you're okay, you're the fucking picking Luca for sure. So you're the uh, GM of the Pistons. You have the number one pick out of any player fantasy draft. Again, Luca. Luca's your number one pick. Yes. Okay. Well, at least we we agree. You know. Okay, Luca. He go get 40 at will. Mm. He go get 40 at will. He's shooting that bitch here. It's slow, but he going to get this. Right. He going to, like, 
I'm getting Luca. I had an argument with Sada about this. I think Luca. He, he he said because he's he a real basketball like, fan. He feel like Dirk Nowitzki is better than Luca, and I don't. Well, Dirk's fifty. I mean, like right now. No, I'm talking about him. Their all, prime all time. Yeah, he think well, Luca got to get that ring first, man. It's not about ring to me. I, I feel mean, like Luca MVP can of do the league. more. Dirk was MVP. Dirk beat the the Heat in 2011. For sure, but I feel like Luca can do more. You're probably right. Well, look, man. Like talent, that's what I just. What about you? If you had to compare your rapping to an NBA player's game, you're the what of the rap game. You're the who of the rap game. Are you the Luka Doncic of the rap game? Can you do anything? You can put forty up at will on the mic. What are you doing? Um, John Morant. You're the John Morant of the rap game. It's exciting to. It's exciting to hear me. I'm gonna do stuff that you think that nobody should do. Like that's what I'm gonna do. Well, at least you didn't say you were the Robin Lopez of the rap game. (laughs) Because <laughs> that would have been I feel like I I just feel like I'm John Morant Because like I feel like it's exciting To hear what I'm gonna say I might I might Lay the ball up I might Do a fancy layup I might come dunk it I might just shoot I might floater it Depends I feel like I could do A lot of stuff Well there you know is. I ain't saying John Morant I ain't saying John Morant the best player ever, but I think he's a Kobe, Michael Jordan type. Cali- he could be. He could be. Like, if he could stay healthy, he's got to take sure. care. Of, he's got to preserve his body, getting into that paint sometimes. He'd yeah, be, he'd be kind of. And then out. it's just hard being a high flyer for real. Right, it's bad on the knees. Well, listen, man, your new EP is out tonight. Go uh, run it up. No features, straight solo. Appreciate you coming through. We're gonna have you rap too, so there'll be a separate YouTube video. Of this guy showing us why he's the John Morant of the rap game. Shit. Let's go. Skill it, baby. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Nobody wants to outlive their money, but it happens, especially for women. That's why Gainbridge offers the Parity Flex annuity, designed for women's unique retirement needs, with flexible withdrawals plus a guaranteed lifetime income benefit that keeps paying you even if your account balance is zero. Gainbridge is helping build a better financial future for women. Retirement income you can't outlive is the ultimate flex. Start saving now at Gainbridge.io. Visit Gainbridge.io slash ParityFlex for current rates, full product disclosures and disclaimers, and other important information hey guys back at the playground again huh yep you know what this playground could use a wine country heck yeah and some waves so we could go surfing oh, <laughs> i love that a redwood forest would be cool i'm in ah ski slopes let's do it um tenor girl go shopping yeah, baby. wait Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.